Live around the globe, it's time for Rudy Max's World on the SSI Radio Network. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the deserts, bare man. I breathe the mountain air, man. Travel, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. Get on the phone now and call 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. And now, the savvy traveler himself, Rudy Maxa. Welcome aboard. Hey, I am Rudy Maxa, a.k.a. the Savvy Traveler, and your genial host and guide for the next hour or two through the bewildering and bedazzling world of travel. Coming up this hour, we're going to broadcast a special a special show. It's some of our favorite interviews from a show I did in December at Meadowood Resort in the Napa Valley. The occasion was the resort's fabulous 12 Days of Christmas celebration, during which time well-known chefs and wineries served up their best to guests at the Meadowood restaurant there at the resort. This first segment of the show that you're listening to right now, however, is current. Uh, but I'll tell you, coming up uh, later this hour, we're going to talk with Bill Harlan. He's the owner of Meadowood, and he's a producer of the cult wine that goes for about $500 a bottle, if you can get your hands on it, called simply Harlan or Harlan Estate. Uh, we're going to talk to some other folks who are attending the uh, event at Meadowood, and I hope you'll stick around for us. But first, let's start with a look at some of the news and travel. Atlanta's Hartfield-Jackson International Airport plans to open an airline lounge not connected to any particular airline, but open to anyone who wants to pay a daily rate to access a calm atmosphere, drinks and snacks. It also plans to offer sleep suites to folks on long layovers, so life might get a little better there in Atlanta. This is not an industry first. JFK, L.A., and Miami have independent lounges as well. And a company called Airspace Lounge plans to open another at Baltimore Washington Airport just next month. The new Atlanta Lounge will be in Concourse F in the International Terminal, uh, uh, the opening uh, will be about a year away, however. Marriott International will introduce its Fairfield in brand to India by next year in an effort to tap into the country's growing middle class. It's not alone in this effort. Hilton Worldwide wants to establish its Hamptons brand in India, as the Starwood Hotels and Resorts uh, has also opened two aloft hotels with more to follow. Now, unlike Fairf Fairfield Inns in the U.S., the hotels in India will feature full restaurants, large lobby, and meeting spaces. And Marriott's actually going to invest some of its own money in the properties. In the U.S., Marriott rarely builds hotels that bear uh, its brand name. Developers do that, and then Marriott franchises its name and provides management services. Speaking of Marriott, I mentioned last week that its high-end hotel brand, Ritz-Carlton, uh, just opened the highest hotel in the world. Uh, the new Ritz-Carlton in Hong Kong has rooms that start on the 103rd floor of a skyscraper. Here's what I want to mention this week. At the Dallas Ritz-Carlton, one guest each month is going to go to bed and find a Bulgari watch under their pillow. It's part of a promotion called Sweet Dreams, a package that includes a hotel room, transportation to a Bulgari store for some browsing, personal concierge service while shopping, and valet parking at the hotel. That Bulgari watch will be slipped under one lucky guest's pillow once a month, through Labor Day. So you got, what, April, May, June, July, August, you got you know, five or so chances to uh, pick up that watch. The rapidly rising cost of a gallon of gasoline has been in the headlines for the last three weeks now. Maybe one way to reduce the amount of money you spend on fuel for your car might be to change the way you drive. Chris Merkel works in Portland, Oregon with the Better World Club. It's an automobile club that calls itself, uh, calls itself America's only environmentally friendly auto club. He's the managing editor of Kicking Asphalt, Better World Club's extremely funny and very popular 
uh, e-newsletter. I think he told me to say that. Uh, welcome to the show, Chris. Nice to have you here. How's it going, Rudy? How are Did you? Did I get that right? Extremely funny and popular e-newsletter? Yes, my boss will be very, very happy. Partic- oh, great. Terrific. Well, welcome to the show. Well, I know the newsletter has, uh, has from time to time, uh, published ideas that drivers can use to save gas, and that was before it hit $4.450 a gallon out on the West Coast. Uh, give us some, Share some of those tips with, it, with us, won't you? Well, uh, they're generally pretty simple, Rudy. We do our best uh, month-to-month in kicking asphalt to let our readers know what they can do, knowing that a lot of our customers are not just environmentally conscious but worried about saving some fuel to save some money. Um, let them know about pretty simple things they can do, just things like if you're in the market for a new or a used car, buying a smaller vehicle is always going to be you know, a better bet for saving gas over a larger one. And instead of you know, getting those bling tires with the fancy rims on them, keeping the stock set on the smaller vehicle is uh, going to keep your fuel economy up and your fuel consumption down as well. You know, this also, I was talking about the way of driving. I find myself, first of all, using cruise control a lot more. Yes, definitely maintaining a consistent speed, especially on the highway, is going to save you a lot of gas. Uh, Trying not to speed up, slow down too quickly, so coasting to stops or making sure that you are accelerating before you get to an incline as opposed to accelerating on the incline are going to save you gas as well. And then just in general, something a lot of folks don't want to uh, hear or at least find it difficult to abide by is that keeping your car at a steady speed of 55 miles an hour on the highway is going to get you, regardless of what type of car you're driving, the optimal fuel economy. You know, I think that uh, keeping your car to 55 is one of those things that uh, uh, goes in and out of favor directly uh, in, in, in conjunction with the price of gas. <laughs> I, I, that and riding bicycles, I think. Exactly, exactly. Now, this. let's talk about this coasting. I mean, I have, um, first of all, let me just say a word for cruise control. I, I drive a VWS uh, CC, and it it allegedly shows on my dashboard how many, what the average amount, a gallon per mile I'm getting at any given second. <clears throat> and I noticed, even if I keep it at a steady speed with my foot on the accelerator, as soon as I put into cruise control, it leaps up, that number, to the positive. I, must I noticed be that, the, that as well on a... On a yeah. recent trip. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I, it must be a computer that is better at, at mixing than, than, than my foot is. <laughs> that, you know, that it's just more precise. Yes. Like I was saying, I, I took a trip from Portland to Vancouver, British Columbia, just a couple of weekends ago. And I uh, don't normally drive my car around the city and don't normally drive my car around the city because it doesn't get that great uh, mileage, but mm-hmm. did notice myself on the road using my little computer that, uh, you know, as soon as you make those or are conscious of those small changes that the computer lets you know right away. And I, the, I, I have no trouble cruising to a stop sign or even cruising on an interstate downhill if I'm on a steep hill because I just shift into neutral. Is, is that advisable in a, in a car with automatic transmission as well? Oh, certainly. Okay. It certainly is. That's, that's so much against the grain. When you're driving automatic, you, you never really put it into neutral. But uh, if, if you can cruise, if you can just coast, you're saving gas. Yes, you are. Okay. 
I'm glad you agree with me, even though you <laughs> do run an extremely funny and popular newsletter. Hey, Chris Merkel, I, I thank you for joining us. It's something to think about as gas prices go up, and uh, it never hurts to be reminded of these little tricks. Thanks for having me, Rudy, and I hope that I was of some help to your listeners. You were. I'm sure you were. Thank you. Chris Merkel is the managing editor of Kicking Asphalt. Uh, check out the Better World Club, by the way. Uh, do you have the website for that, Chris, for your club? It is www.betterworldclub.com. Straightforward enough. Better World Club. It's a, uh, I can tell you in my business, we call it sort of the anti-triple-A uh, auto club. Check it out. You might find it very interesting. We'll be right back in just a moment. We're going to go to Napa County, California. To participate in the program and speak with Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025 or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. Attention savvy travelers, Rudy Maxa here. If you're like me, you can't afford to take chances when you travel. You need medical evacuation service that's dependable and won't cost you a fortune in hidden fees. You need MedJet Assist. As a member, if you're hospitalized over 150 miles from home, MedJet will arrange medical transfer to the hospital of your choice free of charge. Believe me, you won't find protection like this from any other company, which is why I'm a member. It's time to travel smarter. Visit TakeTripsNotChances.com and sign up today. MedJet Assist. Take trips, not chances. Stated returns are as of March 25th, 2011. Future performance depends on many factors. Past performance is not indicative of future results, which are not guaranteed. All investing involves risk, including loss of principal. How will Wall Street respond to war in Libya? How will the nuclear disaster in Japan affect automotive stocks? Understanding how global events affect the market is critical to your financial success. That's why thousands of people turn to Jim Cramer and Action Alerts Plus. Anyone can offer financial advice, but Kramer puts his money where his mouth is. With Action Alerts Plus, you'll get an alert every time he buys or sells any stocks in his charitable trust before he makes the trade. Since inception on January 1st, 2002, the total average return of the Action Alerts Plus portfolio has outperformed the S&P 500, delivering more than double the return of the same time period. Get your free 14-day trial of Action Alerts Plus by visiting joinkramer.com now. That's joinkramer.com join c-r-a-m-e-r.com joinkramer.com here's another question from the geico savings mailbag jason from buffalo writes i have a habit of hitting snooze and not being able to get up again any suggestions you know if you get geico to help with your renters insurance it's quite easy really you'll know you're protecting your stuff for as little as 12 bucks a month which i suspect will make you sleep much sounder then you'll just pop out of bed rested, ready to start your day. What he's saying is, a renter's policy is basically insurance for your snooze button. Plus most everything else you own. Visit Geico.com to see how affordable renter's insurance can be. To join Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025. You can email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. Now back to Rudy Maxa's World. Welcome back. You know what we talk about here. It's all travel all the time. And today we've traveled to a wonderful resort called Meadowood. It's just outside the small town of Santa Lina here in the Napa Valley in California. And the man who built this resort is named Bill Harlan. If you have a passing appreciation of wine, you probably have heard of Harlan estate wines. They're a highly allocated wine, which means about the time they're bottled, they're pretty well sold to people who have been on a mailing list. They're hard to get, they're expensive, and they're terrific representatives of what can happen here with careful uh, winemakers. Uh, Bill Harlan uh, is kind enough to join us today in Rudy Max's world. Bill, nice to have you on the air. Well, thank you, Rudy. 
Tell me what you were doing before you got involved in Napa Valley, and what prompted you to become involved in Napa Valley? I'll start with the latter first. Um, what prompted me to get involved here, I moved from Southern California to Northern California to go to school. Napa Valley was less than an hour away, and uh, we used to come up here when we were a little before we were 21, and in the uh, 50s they were a little more lax on checking IDs. Uh, wine tasting was free, and uh, the girls liked coming up here, so it was a pretty fun place for college students. And uh, at that time, I said, someday, if I could ever afford it, I'd like to have a little vineyard to make wine. So that was uh, the beginning of giving me a certain incentive to go to work to figure out how I could, might be able to afford it one day. So um, uh, to answer the second part of the question, more had to do with I uh, did a lot of different things over a handful of years, but finally... Um, Real estate development was the business that seemed to work the best for me. Enjoyed it for many, many years. Uh, but what I would say, uh, coming to the Napa Valley has made a huge difference, especially uh, for raising our family. Now, you started Meadowood. You originally were looking for land to plant vines, and you did buy this gorgeous piece of land here. But I gather you found it wasn't suitable for wines, and so you built yourself a major five-star resort. Well, it's kind of like the dog chasing the car. All of a sudden, you catch it. What do you do with it? Uh, the area in the valley at Meadowood, I thought maybe that would be a good place to plant a uh, vineyard, but it turned out not to be perfect for that. So um, we felt that I had a couple partners in my, my business at that time, in the real estate development business, and decided to uh, build a re- little resort. And uh, <laughs> that was 1979, and here we are. A little resort. It's got a three-star Michelin restaurant in it. It sprawls over acres. It's got a great golf course, huge pools, uh, uh, professional-quality croquet court. Uh, at some point, you found a little place to put some vines, didn't you? Finally did, about, uh, oh, 15 minutes away, a little bit south in the little town of, uh, of Oakville. Now, let me ask you, I, I introduced you by saying how difficult to get because it's allocated your wine is does that does it bother you that that more people can't go in a store and get it or i i could see you being pretty proud that so many people want it well our goal is to make the very best wine that we can and um hopefully have a following and um if people have a little bit of patience they can almost always figure out how to how to get the wine and um, like I've said before, uh, as friends would ask, uh, from the time we acquired the land and planted the vineyards until we sold our first bottle of wine was 12 years. So uh, I only ask if people are willing to have a fraction of that, that kind of patience, uh, we'll make sure that, that uh, we'll get them some wine. Well, meanwhile, you can come to the, people can come to the restaurant here at uh, Meadowood and, and, and taste some of your wine. Bill Harlan, I thank you for joining us. Okay, Rudy, thank you very much, and uh, have a great holiday. And you too. You can find more information at Meadowood.com, by the way, about the resort. And here at Meadowood, well, near Meadowood, and in the Harlan family of wine growing, is another brand of wine called Bond. And the uh, the estate manager of, of Bond is named Paul Roberts. 
Paul, I don't remember being able to major in a state manager when I went to Ohio University. Uh, only at the University of Texas, Rudy. It's a very <laughs> specialized major. <laughs> only, it, certain it, people can do this. It, it basically was, you know, uh, you drank a lot of beer as a frat boy and didn't know what else to do with your life. <laughs> so you want to switch this. We only have about three minutes, Paul. It's very fast, okay. I know. But tell me a little about Bond. How does What is Bond to Harlan? So Harlan is our estate property, which is 40 acres in western Oakville. And okay. the idea behind Bond is to really take a lot of the things that we learned with Harlan, but now do it with a collection of vineyards. Because uh, during the course of time that Bill spoke about, you know, the evolution of Harlan Estate, we had all those years from when we first planted to we released anything to also experiment. So we've spent the last 25, almost 30 years vinifying and working with vineyards around Napa Valley. And what we've done is we've basically taken five that we felt are the best of the best, that the cream has risen to the top. These are the Grand Cru's. And by um, controlling the variables of who farms it and who makes it, and what you're going to see is that the sheer diversity of Napa Valley with absolute world-class expressions of Cabernet Sauvignon. And how much is a bottle of Bond if you can get it? $275. That's a bargain compared to Harlan at $500 you know, a bottle. Our, our, <laughs> our other winery, Harlan Estates, got a few, head, few years head start on Bond. But we, with both brands and both kind of uh, wines, are really just trying to find the best expression of the land and showcase to the world what Napa Valley is about, that the absolute diversity that it has um, and that it can make wines the equal of great Bordeaux. And we've been fortunate enough that with uh, diligence and hard work that we have a worldwide um, you know, kind of demand for the wines. All right. Both Harlan and Bond are allocated, which means people get on a mailing list and they're allowed to order and maybe they get as much as they want, maybe they don't. If one wanted to get, a, I, I know you could come to the restaurant here at Meadowood and order a bottle of Bond mm-hmm. so you can taste it. And let's say you fall in love with it and you want some for yourself. Uh, how, how does one get on that list so that someday uh, you might be able to buy a bottle of Bond? You know, really, the, the best way to is either reach out to us directly, um, you know, www.bondestates.com. Take a look at what we're up to via our website, and you can fill out kind of a contact form, and then we will reach out to you. Um, and if you have patience with us, we ensure that you'll get wine. Um, the wine is strictly allocated, um, you know, generally down to a few bottles per individual customer. But our desire is not to make wine that simply become museum pieces. Um, we're very fortunate. A lot of people want it, but our job is to make great wine and then have people try it. So, and how many years might someone wait to get their first shipment? Uh, generally, uh, you know, a year or two. Okay, so, so it's not, you don't it's ha- not you're not going to get into it. And, and what we do also with both wineries is we have a second label that allows us to ensure that we're only putting our best foot forward with our, our main wines, the Bond label and Harlan Estate. Yet, so only the best 50% of wine that we ever actually produce goes into kind of the, the named wines. So we have um, really extraordinary opportunities to put forth second labels. And second labels have the ability to, we can blend together a wine that's a barrel selection that maybe doesn't quite have the intensity and the longevity of kind of the, the Grand Cru wines, but it's the ability for us to share with people what we're up to on a wine, which gives them a style and an approach of what we're about, but um, we have a little bit more availability on those wines. And for Harlan, it's called the Maiden, correct? And what correct. Is, uh, what and is Bonds? For Bonds, it's called the Matriarch. The Matriarch? Yes. Okay. Uh, we just got a minute left. I'm sorry about the time. I could talk to you about wine forever, but uh, what... What what is your biggest challenge in Napa? Because it seems such a you know heavenly place that I can't imagine weather is often a big problem. What's your biggest challenge growing grapes and making wine here? I think on a long term view, it's finding the best land, and that has what we've really done over the course of the last thirty years is we've taken what took three hundred years in France and Italy, and it's this constant 
um, exploration to try to find the little hallowed pieces of ground which are going to produce great wine that also have a signature. We also have a pretty altruistic weather all in all. What we face is, I always say, we have our best friend is the sunshine and our worst enemy is the sunshine. Mm. So we have this beautiful ability to have all this glorious California sunshine, but sometimes Mother Nature can give you a little bit too much. So you also have to find plots of land that can absorb the sunshine, but at a certain point stop so our wines don't become too big, too overripe. They still have a sense of kind of minerality, taste of the land, married with this wonderful California sunshine. Weather's really important to you, isn't it? Weather is one of those things that in the wine business, you uh, you look at it every day, you're looking at advanced forecast. It's, uh, it's almost nice once the harvest is done and you just can see rain and relax. How often do you open a bottle of Bond and have it in your home? Um, I bet my wife and I, we probably drink wa- uh, a Bond wine, I'd say, every week. One a week. One a week. That's pretty luxurious. You know, it's uh, there's uh, some uh, tricks to the trade. Uh, we also really enjoy wines from around the world. Just my, my background of studying wine, becoming a master sommelier, I have interest in that. But it's important for us to always be tasting our wines to see kind of what their evolution is. So when we see our clients out in the world, whether restaurant clients or individuals, we can give them a real good sense of, look, we taste these wines a lot. Here's where this wine is, and here's what food we recommend it with. I should note, you before you came to work at Bond, you were the sommelier at uh, Tom Keller's, Thomas Keller's French Laundry, which is the other three-star restaurant in Napa. There are only two uh, in, in Yonville. In excuse me. Correct. Yes, for about five years, I ran all the wine programs for Thomas Keller. So I had the great fortune to you know, um, you know, bounce around the country between Napa Valley, New York, and Las Vegas for Thomas. And uh, you know, it was it was remarkable to have come from an organization you know where Michelin was part of our culture, and then join Bill and see all the team at Meadowood, which we kind of have this kind of familiar relationship, and see them get their three stars. Paul Roberts is the estate manager for Bond Wines here in Napa. Paul, I really appreciate you dropping by and chatting with us. Rudy, happy holidays. Thanks for everything. Thanks. When we come right back, we're going to talk to a woman chef whose restaurants you may have eaten in. Rudy Max's world is coming right back. So get on the phone now at 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. You can also enjoy the program anytime at RudyMaxa.com. Rudy Maxa here with an opportunity that can't be missed. It's a fun vacation filled with adventure, culture, European romance, and great food and wine. Join the radio show and me for a 12-day France Magnifique tour beginning September 29th. We'll explore Paris, Nice, Normandy, the French Riviera, Monaco, and more. From tastings to tours to travel via high-speed train and river cruise, it's a trip that can't be missed. Call Colette at 800-762-5345. That's 800-762-5345. Or go to RudyMaxa.com. AutoZone. Introducing Valvoline NextGen, the breakthrough motor oil that's better for the environment. Get in the zone. AutoZone. New Valvoline NextGen motor oil is 50% recycled oil and 100% Valvoline protection. Better for the environment. Great for your car and backed by the Valvoline Engine Guarantee Program. Get a 5-plus quart oil change jug of NextGen conventional motor oil and an STP oil filter for just $17.99. Restrictions and details at store. Protect your engine and make a difference. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Participate in the program. Call now at 800-387-8025. 
or log on to RudyMaxa.com. Here's Rudy Maxa. Welcome back to Rudy Max's World. Nice to have you here. We're talking travel, and we took the show on the road today. We're in the Napa Valley near the small town of Santa Helena, and we're at a lovely resort called Meadowood, where they're celebrating the 12 nights of Christmas by each evening having a celebrity chef and a local Napa Valley vintner uh, put on a fabulous evening. And one of those evenings is being brought to you by Chef Nancy Silverton. Silverton, excuse me. And if you've eaten in Los Angeles, uh, if you've ever been to the La Brea Bakery, or next, as I recall, it was next door to it, Campanile, Rest, Campanile Restaurant, right. uh, then you know her name. She founded both of those. She has since sold those, but uh, she now owns three other restaurants uh, called Osteria Mozza, Pizzeria Mozza, and uh, there's a takeaway place. What's that called? Mozza to Mo- go. Mozza to go. Actually, it's Mozza, which is short mozza. for mozzarella. Yeah, I shouldn't say mozza. My goodness, no, I know. A, it's not a Jewish restaurant. A Jewish it's restaurant. an Italian restaurant. Mozza. I'm sorry. M-O-Z-Z-A. You got a website? Uh, I don't personally, but our restaurant does. That's yes. what I'm asking. Yep. Okay. Can you give it to me? Uh, Can you reveal it to me? I could if I knew it. You see, you know I got to tell you, I only cook, and I bake. What? Do, yeah. What I've do never you know turned. I've never turned on a computer. Well, by the time we get into this but interview, it I'm, seems like they're all www.rightmoza-la.com, something like that. Would well, be I'm going to tell our listeners exactly before this interview is over. Okay. Okay. So you've got these three restaurants. They're Italian, obviously. Um, you're up here cooking for the 12 nights of Christmas, but you just got back from Singapore. Opening a restaurant in this this enormous complex. Right. It's called the Marina Bay Sands, and it's uh, first casino in uh, Singapore with a huge shopping mall, everything you'd ever want to buy. The Asians do it. I mean, they they do everything bigger than we do, right? 3,000 room plus hotel and the largest infinity pool on the 57th floor in the world. I've seen pictures of it. It's breathtaking. Uh, so, but, and you have some very distinguished neighbors next to your restaurant there, which yes. is also called Osteria Mozza. Well, my, I'm Osteria and Pizzeria Mozza, right? But then next right. to us is Danielle Boulou. And I've across heard that guy in New York, is yeah. Cut, which is Wolfgang Puck's. Oh, and, Wolfgang Puck's Steakhouse. Yep. Okay. And just upstairs is Tetsuya from uh, Australia and uh, Santi Santa Maria from Spain. And uh, there's Gisavoy. We all know that must oh be my France. Goodness, you mu- you I are mean, in good great. neighborhood. A good neighborhood. Uh, the website for your information is. I'll write that down. Mozza m o z z a dash l a dot com. Well, I think that'll take you to it. It's also slash Osteria. Just 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 Google Osteria. Uh, mozza. I'm going to say mozza now for the rest of my life because I've I've once said it. Um, as a chef, as a California chef, you've been uniquely positioned to see the rise of California cuisine. You started in San Francisco. No, I, well, yes, I started in uh, Sonoma County. In Sonoma County. Although born in Los Angeles. What, what was your first job in the food industry? My first job in the food industry was the vegetarian cook at the college dormitory at Sonoma State. And that's how I fell in love with food, lentil loaf. And what did you think you were going to be doing when you registered at, at, uh, at, for college in the first place? Well, I entered as a political science major, mm-hmm. quickly switched over to uh, liberal arts, and I was studying in a small school in, in, that was uh, related to uh, Sonoma State, but it was the liberal arts college within it. How it did was you, called Hutchins School. And what was your training, culinary training, on the None. job? On the, well, on the, yeah, a cute boy got me interested in cooking, and the rest is history. And then after that, I went and cooked in Marin County. I went to Europe, and I studied at um, the Cordon Bleu in London, came back to Los Angeles and started working at a restaurant that has been uh, 
called the birthplace of California cuisine, which was Michael's Restaurant in Santa Monica. And then you watched uh, California cuisine begin to grow. And today, how would you characterize the restaurant scene in California, in Los Angeles? Excuse me. Well, I think the the restaurant scene in Los Angeles is, uh, I think it very is very much like what's going on in the rest of the country, and that is that the chefs in Los Angeles are very much inspired and driven by seasonal fresh produce that they buy at the local farmers markets. you all markets. have so much more. We I, do have more. I mean, in Los Angeles, I go to the markets. I go to the Santa Monica market. I even go yeah. to the Beverly Hills market. Phenomenal produce and berries and fish. Well, and- I think the difference is that it really is available all year right. round. I mean, in certain times when you go back east to the green market in Manhattan, for instance, Manhattan, New York, certain times of the year, it's incredibly bountiful. But it's true. Once you get into those colder months, Beets. it starts to go roots. <laughs> roots, right. root vegetables. Right. I'm talking with Nancy Silverton. Her restaurant, uh, one of her several restaurants, is uh, Osteria Moza in Los Angeles. It's at the corner of... Highland and Melrose. All right. We've got a minute left. What are you cooking? What have you cooked for this weekend here uh, at uh, Meadowwood? What's your favorite course of your meal? Well, the favorite course, of course, is my dessert because that's the one that I'm participated the most in, and it is a uh, it's a uh, cake from the Veneto region of Italy, northern Italy, and it's kind of a cross between a cake and a bread. It has uh, rum soaked raisins and marzipan in it and mm. walnuts, really delicious. And I have a little mm. uh, walnut panna cotta uh, on the side. Mm. But we're starting off with a pepernata and moving on to a testina, which is pig face, and following that with a pasta course, and then ending with roast pork and fennel. Now, if this sounds good to you, I know you can't make it tonight to, uh, to Meadowood, but you can go to Los Angeles, to Otsuria Moza, and uh, I guess some of those will be on the menu. Oh, they will. Excellent. Nancy Zorden, thanks for coming to, uh, to Meadowood. Thanks for coming on Rudy Max's World. Great. Thanks for having me. Nice talking to you. We'll be right back. We're going to talk with a, a sommelier who's got a tough job because he lives in the middle of all these wine producers. They, must, they want to be on a three-star restaurant wine list. It must be an incredibly pressured job. Call now to talk to Rudy Maxa at 800-387-8025. You can also email the show anytime at info at rudymaxa.com. Could switching to GEICO really save you 15% or more on car insurance? Can you find anything on the Internet? Well, I'm sure you can, but don't take my word for it. Just ask this talking dog who can only say I love you. Roll the clip. One more time, talking dog. For a free rate quote, visit Geico.com to see how much you could save. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. AutoZone. Keep your engine going strong with help from AutoZone. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Regular oil changes help your engine last longer. Do it now and save at AutoZone. Get a 5-plus quart oil change jug, a Valvoline conventional motor oil, and an STP oil filter for just $17.99. Or upgrade to MaxLife high mileage and a Fram TuffGuard oil filter for just $2 more. Restrictions and details at store. Keep your engine going longer. Get to AutoZone today. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Stated returns are as of March 25th, 2011. Future performance depends on many factors. Past performance is not indicative of future results, which are not guaranteed. All investing involves risk, including loss of principal. How will Wall Street respond to war in Libya? How will the nuclear disaster in Japan affect automotive stocks? Understanding how global events affect the market is critical to your financial success. That's why thousands of people turn to Jim Cramer and Action Alerts Plus. 
Anyone can offer financial advice, but Kramer puts his money where his mouth is. With Action Alerts Plus, you'll get an alert every time he buys or sells any stocks in his charitable trust before he makes the trade. Since inception on January 1st, 2002, the total average return of the Action Alerts Plus portfolio has outperformed the S&P 500, delivering more than double the return of the same time period. Get your free 14-day trial of Action Alerts Plus by visiting joinkramer.com now. That's joinkramer.com join c-r-a-m-e-r.com join kramer.com oh, that's a great tasting light beer it's really smooth that is refreshing that's sam adams light it's light amber color and smooth finish is what made sam adams light the first light beer to win a gold medal in germany the amazingly smooth taste comes from our unique aging process pop open a sam light today Sam Adams Light, the perfect light beer when you want to enjoy each sip. Ah, delicious. Boston Beer Company, Boston Mass. Save the responsibility. Rudy Maxa here to invite you to join the radio show and me on a tour of France beginning September 29th. We'll explore Paris, picturesque Provence, and the fun-filled French Riviera. We'll enjoy tours and tastings at well-known wineries in Vouvray and the Loire Valley. Experience a relaxing evening cruise along the River Seine. And did I mention the cuisine? Enjoy the rich culture and romance of France. For details, call Colette Vacations at 800-762-5345. That's 800-762-5345 or go to rudymaxa.com. This segment of the program is brought to you by MedJet Assist. Unlike other evacuation services, only MedJet Assist lets you decide which hospital will be your final destination. Regardless of the nature of your illness or injury, if you're hospitalized while traveling, they'll be there for you. So take trips, not chances, and visit MedJetAssist.com or go to RudyMaxa.com and look under Radio Sponsors for more info. Welcome back. I'm Rudy Maxa, a.k.a. The Savvy Traveler. It's nice to have you aboard with us today. It's a special show coming to you from Meadowood, a fabulous resort near Santa Helena in California's Napa Valley. We've talked a little about the restaurant, which has three Michelin stars. Quite incredible. There are only nine restaurants in the country that have three Michelin stars. And the man who oversees the wine there, the sommelier, is a lovely gentleman named Ram Toulon. Toulon. You, Toulon. Got, you got it right. My French accent, people laugh all the time when I say anything in French, even merci, <laughs> merci. Um, Rom is a sommelier at the restaurant, and I've got to say, first of all, Rom, that you're in the middle of, wine, of, of the most famous part, wine, wine region in the United States. And I've got to think that chef, uh, the wine uh, vintners and grape are, are coming in all the time and imploring or trying to get you to put their wine on your list because it's certainly high status to be a have your wine on the list of a three-star restaurant. How do you, how do you gently let down folks who aren't worthy? We, we don't let down anybody whatsoever. Um, again, thank you very much for having nice me having in you. your show. But uh, um, no, we, it's, it's also um, a matter of going out there and trying to see what's happening. You know, we're not buying wine through critics. We're not buying wine through um, different uh, publisher that rates their wines over 100 points and whatsoever. We really want to go out there, actually test the wines, um, have a little more backup about the philosophy of what they're trying to do. So it's not a, a one-way street right here. Um, of course, we got plenty of uh, people showing and uh, knocking on the door and trying to feature their wine on the wine list. And uh, again, it's all about uh, testing wines, trying to get 
to know people, and that's that's what it's all about. How many wines are on the wine list here? It's about uh, 1,100. Wow. As a French as a Frenchman, I, I have many friends who live in France, and uh, some of them sort of sniff at, at, at California wines, too big, too oaky and juicy. Uh, uh, when you came to the United States, did you have to develop a, a palate for California wines? It's an ongoing process. Um, when I first came here in California, it was, uh, I had the, the, the notion of uh, wines that had a little more minerality and, and, and what so, but when I go back to, 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 to France, to different wine regions, then um, I thought that was, it was wrong. It was just a wrong perception of, I mean, it's a different climate. It's a different um, So you expect uh, the wines to be different. Ab- absolutely. Right, right. Yeah. And, and do friends and colleagues in, in France, uh, do you detect that sort uh, of... Well, every time I go back to France, they're always, always making fun, fun of me by saying, oh, right, <laughs> you, left, you left France and now you're promoting wines from, uh, from California. But uh, for a good cause, once again, I think that uh, whatever is produced here uh, in general is absolutely uh, top-notch and uh, can compete with any other wines from all around the world. So I'm not all, all talking about France, obviously. There are so many other great regions uh, around the world that are producing some uh, world-class wines. And they're on your list as well. On the list as well. Right. You, t- you told me before the show about uh, a vintner coming in with four bottles cloaked in bags, so you couldn't tell what the labels were. Three of them were her wines? Exactly. And one was a Grand Cru from Bordeaux. Exactly. Um, it was, it was a little tricky. Usually when I test wines, I like to see the labels, but it's always fun to actually do blind testings at times. And it happens to have had the opportunity to have one wine that was in the middle. And we, you know, blind, it's always a little tricky to find out exactly the sense of place. Um, yeah, where, did, but, but, where did the Bordeaux rank of the four? It was uh, the second one. Okay. Were you surprised? No. I mean, um, we can recall the Judgment, the judgment uh-huh. of Paris, 1976. When the, the first time that Napa really made the mark and won in France. Or probably the first time the, the wines from Napa were actually um, exposed to the world. Right. Uh, well, I appreciate your coming on the show. I, am in, I hold you in great regard because I know being, uh, being a sommelier is not an easy profession to achieve. And to be one in a restaurant of such note is, uh, has got to be a terrific opportunity on your part. Well, the pleasure is mine. I'm enjoying what I do. How, how, how often when you're off duty do you drink wine? Quite often. I'm not surprised by that answer. <laughs> All right, then. <laughs> <laughs> and do you occasionally drink French wines while you're in the United States as well? I do, absolutely. Okay. But I you- mean, I'm, I'm, very, I'm very open to all the wines from all over the world. Again, it's not about France and California. It's about uh, everything that is done all over the world. And there are some uh, wonderful countries that have making, been making wines for two, three, four, five, six hundred years. And so, yeah. Ron Toulon. Ron Toulon. Ron Toulon. Ron Toulon. You got that. the uh, sommelier at the restaurant here at Meadowood Resort. It's called The Restaurant. Stop in and say hello to him. We'll be right back with my deals of the week. Rudy Max's World phone lines are open now, so call us at 800-387-8025. We'll be back after these messages. (music) 
This segment of Rudy Max's World is brought to you by Service Magic. Now you can hire pre-screened home pros with confidence for repairs, remodeling, plumbing needs, maid services, and so much more. Visit www.homebuild411.servicemagic.com. That's homebuild411.servicemagic.com. Welcome back. It's the end of this hour. Um, you know what that means. It's time for a few deals of the week. But first, let me tell you, here's a new word you can add to your travel lexicon. It's called mancation. According to the Urban Dictionary, a mancation is something that happens when normal males, I often wonder what they mean by the word normal, engage in guy activities such as sports or camping or gambling or chasing women. I can't imagine. And most of all, drinking with their male friends. The dictionary helpfully adds that a mancation is meant to allow men to get in touch with their male primal roots. Male primal roots. Something to think about. Something to think about. Um, and here's a weird footnote that ought to worry Airbus executives. While the Australian airline Qantas has put most of its Airbus 380s back in service following that explosion of one of its engines last month, it says it can't use the Super Jumbo plane on its prized Sydney to Los Angeles route. Why? Because... The airline's worried about the stress on the plane's Rolls-Royce engines. Pilots have to apply extra thrust when taking off for a 7,500-mile trip, and Qantas fears that extra stress will require to replace the engines after only 75 flights. That's less than 40 round trips, and I think that's, that's sort of like the rest of us having to replace our car engine every couple of months. Uh, the next time we have our Ask the Pilot columnist, Patrick Smith, on the show, I want to ask him why a pilot has to summon more engine thrust to take off to go between L.A. and Sydney than between say, London and Sydney. I don't know. I don't understand that, but we'll get a pilot on and explain it. Um, meanwhile, oh, by the way, if you need to write me, it's rudy at rudymaxa.com. 800-387 is our toll-free number. I'll repeat that in a moment. Uh, if you call and get a recording, that means we're not on the air. Uh, the, your t- station has probably time-shifted our show. Leave a message, your phone number, and your ideas for a guest or subject or what you want to talk about. And if we need to call you back, let us know how to reach you, and when to reach you. A couple of deals of the week. The Sofitel Hotel people have a great deal going on. This is a holiday special. It's a great time for deals, by the way. These rates are available. Uh, you, can, you can book these rates until October 21st. But it's good for stays between January 1st and February 28th. So if you're going anywhere in January or February where Sofitel has a hotel in the United States, you're going to find some great bargains. Uh, $100 in Minneapolis for a night at the Sofitel. $105 in San Francisco. Philadelphia, $119. Montreal, $165 Canadian. New York, $199. How many times can you stay on Fifth Avenue in a four- or five-star hotel for $199 a night? Miami, $135 a night. D.C., $150. Uh, go to Sofitel.com and check these uh, rates out. Sofitel is S-O-F-I-T-E-L. Quite incredible rates. If you happen to be going to San Francisco, there's a hotel there called the Crescent Hotel. It's offering the gift that keeps on giving, which is a complimentary third night stay if you stay two consecutive nights through Feb- any time through February 28th of the new year. It's just off Union Square. They'll throw in, uh, if, you, if you tell them you want the gift that keeps on giving, they'll throw in a cocktail in their lounge. Um, and what the price is per night? Where is the price? I had it right here in front of me. Um, it's just a little over $100. Seem to have evaporated from my computer screen. 
Well, it's about $110, as I recall. It's a great, great price. Um, but you get that third night free as well. Anytime you can find a hotel room that gives you a third night free and it's less than $150 in a big city like San Francisco, you got yourself a bargain. Now, there are a couple uh, extraordinary airline deals. One is from South African Airways, and they will fly you round trip to Cape Town, Johannesburg, or to Senegal at prices beginning at $870 round trip. That's normally about... I did it once, I think, for 1400 round trips. So this is quite a savings. Now, you know, taxes and, and fees are extra, so add another 200 bucks. But still, you're, you're around $1,000, uh, several hundred dollars savings. Um, what's the deal here? Well, it's good for the early part of the year. You've got a book by December 22nd, but you can travel between January 10th and February 19th. So you're about a three-week window. If you've always dreamed about going on safari, you might want to check with uh, uh, South African Airways. Um, the website is flysaaspecials.com. And uh, check that out. Now, if you're, if you're more inclined to go to Ireland, Aer Lingus, the Irish airline, has a quite an extraordinary deal. Uh, this is uh, flights from the East Coast begin at $600. But wait a minute. This is not just your flight, your round trip. To, this is six nights in Ireland, you're going to get two nights in Dublin at a four-star hotel, three nights at bed and breakfasts, and one night at a five-star luxury castle. It's called Ashford Castle, but a car as well. So you'll have a rental car to get around to all these places. It's quite incredible. Add 200 bucks for taxes. and So you're still talking $800 a person for a round-trip airfare, all your hotel nights, including one in a five-star luxury castle. Go to Aer Lingus's vacation store. Aer Lingus is A-E-R-L-I-N-G-U-S. It's been terrific broadcasting from Meadowood here in the Napa Valley. This hour, if your station is leaving us, I'm devastated. Simply devastated. If you're sticking around for the second hour, we're going to look a little deeper into wine and, and uh, wine country. Uh, we're going to talk about, we're going to have an expert in who's going to tell you how to visit wineries in European countries, because unlike Napa and Sonoma and wineries you may be familiar with here in California and elsewhere in the United States, overseas there aren't a lot of sort of open doors, drive in anytime during business hours, have a sip of wine and some food and schmooze. We'll find out how you can visit your favorite winery in another country in the next hour. So don't go away. I'm Rudy Max here in Rudy Max's World. We'll be back after uh, some news and messages from your local station. You've been listening to Rudy Max's World, and as always, you're hearing must-hear radio on the SSI Radio Network.